Hi there, I'm Lisa Kapala. Welcome to Where's Wilmington. I think we can all pretty much agree that whether you're young or old or infirm or active, we all worry about pain management. So today we're going to talk with Kyle Black, who is Hi. the proprietor of Seven Chakras here in Wilmington. We're going to talk about alternative pain management and specifically CBD, which is really a big buzzword right now. So before we do that, Kyle and I want you to know we are not doctors. So anything we say today, please verify with your medical professionals. We certainly don't want to endorse any kind of products, but we want to give you some information about what out there. So Kyle, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about how you got your start in your business because I know that you've had a history with some pain issues and that's how you kind of got involved with your business. So tell yes. us about that. So I was suffering from um, some stomach issues that my doctor couldn't really figure out what was going on. Um, did all the tests, all the scans, they ruled out Crohn's, anything major like that, but still couldn't figure out what the issue was. So um, about a year ago, I actually started consuming CBD oil and it took about four days for my stomach to kind of go back to normal. So it was the first day that I didn't wake up without stomach pain. Wow. So that's one of the biggest things for me with it. What made you try CBD oil rather than some of the more more common remedies that, you know, Pepto-Bismol, other right. types of things that people might recommend to you. What made you go the CBD route? So I was dealing with the stomach issues for about four years. Wow. So it was a long-term thing, um, trying different medications. Nothing was really working. And then I ended up going to school actually about two years ago uh, for CBD and different um, cannabis products. So that's kind of when it got brought to light to me to know that this was another option. So after trying different pharmaceuticals, um, I kind of wanted to try more natural and to see how that would work. Okay, so how did your parents feel when you came home and said, I'm trying CBD? Because there is a misnomer that CBD, because it comes from the marijuana plant, no big secret there. Yeah. People seem to think it's an illicit drug. Mm -hmm. So what did your family and friends say when you said, I'm using CBD to cure my stomach pain? I just had to explain it to them to kind of say what the difference of it is. Um, one of the biggest misconceptions of it is people assume where it does come from cannabis that it's going to get you high. Right. Um, CBD is a different cannabinoid than THC is, which is the mind-altering um, cannabinoid of marijuana. Right. So the CBD products actually are taken from industrial hemp, so it's a high CBD concentrate uh, with a very low THC. So you can use it safely without experiencing any mind-altering effects. So once I explained that to them, they were pretty much on board um, giving it a try where we were kind of running out of options. Right. Okay. Why open what effectively is a boutique, almost like a clinic, really, mm -hmm. because you know so much about this particular industry. Why do that? Um, a lot of people don't know where to find CBD. And then when you go online, a lot of it is very high priced, but you don't know the quality of it. Right. Um, I've seen a lot of people just slap a label on it saying there's 500 milligrams in this bottle, but you don't really know of what. So to me, I wanted to make safe um, availability and also trusted. So all the products that we use have been third party tested to say exactly what is in that bottle so that way you can trust it. Plus, when you order online, you can't talk to someone to say, I'm dealing with this. Right. And it's not really medical advice, but it's kind of just guiding you in the right direction. Okay. So I wanted to be able to offer that to people as well. So let me back up and can you tell us a little bit about how CBD products are made? There yes. are oils, there are all different options. Mm -hmm. So let's give people some ideas of what's available. And again, you know, check with your doctor, but these are alternative pain control yes. methods. Yep. So one of the biggest things um, in the simplest form is CBD oil. Okay. So this year it's a CO2 extraction that they've taken from the plant um, stock seed and they extract the oil out of it and then they mix it with um, a vegetable glycerin or just another carrier oil 
so that way you can use it sublingually. Sometimes coconut oil. Yep, and coconut oil. And sublingually means under the tongue, right, for those of us who didn't yes. hear that. Okay, so if you had an allergy to coconut oil, then there are other methods of delivery with that? Yep, um, so there's capsule forms, so this is just um, another carrier oil. You could use a vegetable glycerin, a sunflower seed oil, and then you can also do an edible here, which is just a gummy. And then again, there's no THC to this, so there's no mind-altering effects to it. Okay. It's just another way to get it into your body to consume it. Okay. How do we know how much to use and for what we're treating? So because that's, this is kind of a new industry. And, it is. You know, it's not, again, it's not medical really. So I'm sure, I don't know about FDA guidelines or anything like that. There's too. still kind of a, there's no dosing guide just yet because again, this is still so new, but there is kind of a general rule of thumb. Um, the endocannabinoid system, which all mammals have, which is what makes CBD work with us, they're finding that it gets activated at about 10 milligrams. So that's kind of the starting point for people to try it. And then based on if you have severe pain, you wanna increase. The best way to do it is to start low and slow to see how it works with your body. I don't really recommend to people just jumping to the highest one. You kind of want to work your way through it. Okay, and you mentioned mammals. So yes. you have products, and the world of CBD has products for pets. Yes. So what? for the pets, for <laughs> dogs and cats, um, it also helps with anxiety. So dogs that have separation anxiety, a lot of people have been using the oil, give it to them before Imagine they leave. Uh, thunderstorms, fireworks, anything that kind of startles the animals. And then one of the biggest things that they find with it is that it's an anti-inflammatory. Right. So it helps with older animals um, with joint pain, any type of arthritis. Um, but a lot of people use it as a preventative too. So if you give it to younger dogs to help prevent that inflammation from building up. Okay. What makes you believe that this product really works? Because I'm sure a lot of people are saying it might just be mind over matter. There's yes. no real active ingredient in it. There's no real testing to show that it really works. So how do we know it's not just snake oil? So I do get the snake oil a lot. Um, one of the things I tell people, there's a time and place for everything. Right. When you kind of think of it being an anti-inflammatory, a lot of things stem from inflammation. So that's why it's been helping with that. If somebody walked in off the street and said, you know, I just broke my wrist, I'm gonna say, well, you need to go to the ER. This isn't right. gonna magically fix a bone. Right. Um, as far as test results with doctors in the United States, it's a little limited, but in Europe, they've been doing a lot of studies with CBD. So that way I know it's been working. Um, we're kind of catching up to the whole cannabis industry where other countries are a little bit more advanced than we are with it. Okay. But seeing different studies from different medical journals me using it myself and seeing the experience. That's why I believe in it. Excellent. Have you had friends that you've gotten, quote, hooked on the CBD? You've gotten people to try it that maybe didn't think it would work for them? Yes. Um, so my dad, when he started using it, he uses a pain solve because he has um, some hand issues. And at first he was like, oh, I don't know. But then when he ran out of it, he was like, oh, I can see a difference. Interesting. So that's really how you know. One of the um, ways I kind of explain it to people, it's like a good IT guy you don't know that they're there because they're doing their job. Right. And it's until they're gone that something messes up. So okay. that's kind of how I explain it to Excellent. people. Excellent. I see a little vape setup over there. Can you yes. talk a little bit about that? Because I know we've seen in the news popcorn lung from people vaping for other things. So can you speak to that issue with vaping and maybe with CBD? Too? Yes. So with CBD, when you vape it, it's just the quickest delivery method because when you inhale it, it gets delivered directly to the bloodstream. As far as popcorn lung, one of the things that I've been doing some research on, um, a lot of medical journals say that popcorn lung is kind of caused from artificial flavoring. 
So you want to stay away from anything artificial when you put it in your body. So the vapes that we use are um, a CBD oil with the carrier and then just natural terpene flavoring. So okay. terpenes come from plants. All right. And I see you have something over there for sleep even as well. Yes. Can you combine CBD with other medications that your doctor might give you or with aspirin or other over-the-counter medications? Is that safe to do? So anytime that you introduce something, just always check with your doctor. But the World Health Organization did a study back in December, and they didn't see any adverse reactions with current medications. I have actually read that adding CBD oil to other pain remedies mm -hmm. helped the pain remedies work better. Yes. So CBD, um, basically, it, when it goes into your system, it, they call it a lock and key. So say if somebody that has severe arthritis, it goes into those nerves and kind of turns them off. So then it also helps the medication that they're also on to kind of go past that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the most uh, useful way to use CBD? What do you like of the products that you have there? I prefer the oil over anything because it's really, it's easier to use and you can control the dosing to it so that way you can see what's working for you. Um, the capsules are just a standard, if it's a 25 milligram capsule, you can't cut that in half because the oil is going to leak out. So I just prefer the, um, the sublingual oil over anything. Okay, and you also have uh, cream there too, CBD yes. cream. So this is a salve. So um, I like the salves kind of a little bit more than lotions because you can really massage this into an area. So a lot of people that have um, arthritis on their joints, on their fingers, they can really rub it in and then your body will start to absorb the oil that way as well. Okay, how is what you do different from a dispensary? Because this is CBD, and we know, we talked about at the beginning, THC is more what we associate with dispensaries. But right. I'm sure people are wondering, do we have a dispensary in Wilmington? No, that's not what Seven Chakras is. Correct. So what is the difference between a CBD product store, let's say, and a dispensary? So a dispensary, when you talk about it in that sense, has high THC products. So that's all taken from the marijuana plant. And then where I'm a high CBD concentrate store, all of mine comes from industrial hemp. The easiest way to think about it is if you talk about cannabis as a whole term, and then you have the female plant, which would be marijuana, that does high THC, low CBD. And then you have the male plant, which would be hemp, which is high CBD, very low THC. They're actually counters to each other, so you don't normally have a high THC, high CBD. So people that are going to dispensaries are really looking for the THC part of it to help them with their um, ailments or illnesses. And then if they come to the CBD part of it, they're not going to have that mind-altering effect. Okay. Do people need a medical card to purchase any type of CBD products at this time? No. Well, that's No medical news. card is needed to use any um, CBD products okay. as long as it's been taken from industrial hemp. Excellent. What do you think is going to be next for your industry as a whole? There's a lot of big changes coming along. Mm -hmm. We've seen some laws change, some other things change. What do you really think is going to be next for your industry? So one of the good things about using the hemp products was um, last month, actually, the DEA has separated hemp from marijuana. So it's going to definitely make the CBD industry a lot easier to work with, so you don't have to worry about any of this. So there may not be that stigma attached Correct. to it that might have been previously before because we're moving along. And other countries have embraced CBD for longer and a little yes. bit easier than America mm -hmm. has. Can you speak to that a little bit? So in Europe um, specifically, they have been using CBD for the past couple of years. In the 90s is when um, they really started. To, they discovered CBD a little bit before the 90s. Um, but that's when they started to do a lot of testing with it to see how it works with the human body um, to get the results that we're now seeing today. 
They're still doing a lot of testing um, for long-term effects, but as far as they're seeing, there really hasn't been any. Right. The human body naturally makes cannabinoids. Um, we just don't make enough, so we have deficiencies. So these just come in to aid the system that we already Interesting. have. Interesting. I wonder if someday they, they'll create a product that will boost the cannabinoids within the system already without a delivery of a product. Maybe at some point. Um, these are all phytocannabinoids, so it's just aiding us. Um, but as far as our own body hopefully increasing what we produce, that might be something down the road. Would you say that this is similar to vitamins, like holistic vitamins? I would. I'd consider this a daily supplement for myself um, now that my stomach issues are basically under control, uh, under, thank yeah, knock on wood. Yes. Um, so now I just maintain myself with a very low milligram of it, but I would consider it a daily supplement okay. and then to other people as well. And of course, we're going to say again, check with your doctor, but what about use in children? We've talked about animals and adults, but kids. So one of the biggest things that actually brought CBD to light was um, a lot of children that have epilepsy were suffering and they weren't getting the, any control on the medication that they were using. So there is a company that's called Charlotte's Web, and that was actually made for a young girl to help control her seizures. Um, there's been a lot of studies on that, and then the FDA actually just came out with a medication that has CBD in it to help control childhood okay. um, seizures. And having it separated from the, from the THC world is mm -hmm. helpful in that way because then more children can maybe gain use from that. Yes. Is there anything final that you'd like to tell folks about CBD or your experiences with the products or anything that you want folks to know when they're watching the program today? So one of the biggest things, um, if I can educate anybody sure, on this, is that when you're using these products, again, just always check with your doctor. But this is also hopefully going to be a safe alternative for you. Um, a lot of people are just tired of taking their pharmaceuticals because they're getting the bad side effects. So I'm hoping to be able to bring everyone a safe alternative option that they can hopefully use for themselves. Excellent. I have also heard, you made me think of that when you said that, that um, CBD can be used for addiction issues too. Yes. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? So the way that they're finding it, um, we have CBD1 receptors in our brain and then CBD2 receptors in our body. Um, a lot of people that have opioid addictions, there's usually something wrong in the mind um, that's causing that addiction past the point of, okay, I, I'm going to stop. So when you start using CBD, when they talk about that lock and key system, it goes in to find those nerves that are overactive, so that addiction part, and it helps turn them off. Interesting. Yeah. So, and again, because this is different than THC, mm -hmm. it wouldn't really be considered a gateway drug. It wouldn't. Because it, you can't get addicted to it. It wouldn't. Or can you? Uh, they're not finding any addiction to CBD. Um, and then one of the things that I've pretty strongly about when we talk about it as a gateway drug. Right. Hopefully we can change it to make it an exit drug to help people get off drugs so that they can start using this as a safe alternative. Good point. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we're going to see more in the future on that yeah. as, as people embrace it more. And I wish you so much success with your Thank business. You. Thank you so much for yeah. coming down to teach us about another pain alternative, yeah. CBD oil. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to visit me at the store. I'm right across from Eli's at 380B Middlesex. Though. And if um, people want to research CBD, do you have any areas where they should check or should they just contact you directly? Or you can Facebook? contact me. Um, Google is really our best friend at the moment. I typically tell people don't look for a specific company just because you don't know what they're putting out there, right. but just CBD and what you're looking to use it for, and you can f usually find a medical journal on it, okay. so that way you can kind of get an unbiased review. Does it make a difference whether we buy American-made or not? Because I know some things produced in other countries have different quality control. Yes. Um, Kentucky-grown hemp is supposedly the best in the world. 
Okay. So most of the products that I use are all American hemp. So um, Colorado, Kentucky, and Florida. Okay. And soon to be Vermont. So you try to keep it in the American yes. business. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kyle Black, for being with us. That was so educational. Thank you. And I thank you for watching and just want to remind you that you've been watching Where's Wilmington. The next time someone asks you Where's Wilmington, you tell them right here and right here on WCTV. We'll see you next time.